Well, Eileen, I was going to say randomly. This is a random question. And today we're going to be talking about food. But this is a random question. Do you keep your ketchup in the refrigerator? I do. Do you prefer it like that? Yes. I Thank you. I prefer <laughs> it like that. My girl, Shanice, does not like it in the refrigerator and it annoys me, but I have to eat it. And it's always in the cabinets. She's going to be gone for a week, so I'm going to be keeping the ketchup in the refrigerator. So it's going to be a good time for me, condiment-wise, with that, on that end. It tastes better because once you take it out, it's cold, you know, and it's, it's just tastes refreshing. And I feel like you don't have and to deal clean. with the water. You know how when you got oh. in the cabinet, the, the water f- comes out first, yeah. which I have to squeeze out just a tiny bit so I won't get no water on my, you know, whatever um, food that I'm eating ketchup with. So, I, you know, the refrigerator handles all that. Well, I get that too when I'm in, when mine's in the refrigerator, but I, got, I shake it up. But then again, I always shake up like I the put, condiments. Oh, yeah. I just put it upside always. down. And listen, I just wanted to make sure someone was on oh. my side because. Oh, yeah. When we were streaming earlier this week, you're talking about hot dogs over burgers, which we're yes. gonna get into. We're gonna get into that right now. But I want to say <laughs> this is Eileen, aka Finisham, on Twitch, and she's making her second appearance on Idiot Ezra because Marvin is out there in these streets. I see you have an American flag behind you. He's out mm-hmm. here in military, saving and fighting for us. And shout outs to Marvin. And I'll curse shout. him out when I see him in person, of course. Um, we could curse him out too, but he listens to the episode, so fuck you, Marvin. (laughs) No, no, thank you for your service. Oh, I ain't talking about his service, of course. He gets a lot of thanks for that, but besides that, you know, his personality, his well-being, he can go fuck himself. That's what, you know, that's just from out of love right there. You guys have, like, the best chemistry, in my opinion, in this podcast. Holy crap. I enjoy listening to you guys talk so much. Well, we talk a lot of shit, and uh, we had we've had a few, you know, hiccups off camera <laughs> because of the podcast. But we've gotten over that. We're good now. We haven't had any of these issues, and people like us when we argue on the podcast and and, and camera for some reason. That's yeah. what gets people going. You people are just, you know, I don't know what's going on. That, now is one of these off cameras hiccups. Is it has something to do with the Game Pass? No, no, it has nothing to do with the Game oh, Pass. Not okay. at all. Not at all. All right. all right. And I see you're a Warriors fan. They had a good offseason. But, you know, if you guys like Sports Talk, watch and listen to Idiot Sports Talk on Spotify, Apple, and YouTube. And let's start with the intro so we can get on with the show. Talk about food. Yummy, yummy. Seriously, hot dogs over burgers? Yes. Like, All day, every day. I don't understand. Like, I, I keep... Okay, it's so... Okay, burgers is just with meat patty, salt and pepper, lettuce, tomato, whatever sauce on the bread. All right, and whatever you want to put. If you talk about whatever, okay, a hot dog is no, just... No, here, here. Here, no, here's the thing, though. If you want to... Okay, there's burgers with onion rings, right? Yes. You put it in, then it's stacked. And then there's the whole fried egg version of it. And then there's an avocado version of it. And then there's That's amazing. more, like... That's customizable. You know, like burgers are like, how do you fit that into your mouth? It's like Vegas burgers, you got to stab a fucking knife in the middle for it to stay together. And you I want to say this right now. Dog. Your credentials, you are a chef. 
So, I'm a cook. Not a chef. I'm not. I'm not a. I don't have a certificate or anything. I'm a cook. Oh, okay. y'all just give me the. I mean, you know, in, in the prof- kitchen. I call you a, if you cook in a professional setting. In my, mm-hmm. I know when it comes to culinary, chef is you know I guess designed for the the executive chef, right? The head chef, and that's mm-hmm. what they call the mm-hmm. chef. But I'm just saying, in my opinion, if you are a cook in a professional setting, I usually just call you a chef. That you know. So okay. that's that's how way I do it. Even though I'm from hospitality, also we both are. Um, I'm gonna still call you a chef. So no disrespect to the other executive chefs that put in their time and effort. Like you know that. Listen, I don't want to get on your profession. Love chefs, love food, but some of these, you know, they take like the doctor title. They they take it for that level. <laughs> oh, like, oh yeah. no, you gotta call me chef. I'm a captain. <laughs> I'm like that. Like <laughs> the way they take that. That chef, I know they put in a lot of years and they deal with a lot of shit. So maybe mm-hmm. I'm I'm just talking out of turn here, but they do take it to to strength and to heart that they've earned that title and it is a prestigious title, you know, mm-hmm. um, in, in their mind. Yeah, you make delicious food. Thank you. You know, you're a great chef. You run a great restaurant. I'll call you chef, but damn, calm the fuck down. That's just me. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> uh, top tier. If you go on top tier burger, top tier hot dog, I'm going top tier burger. Like you, you just mentioned, it's more customizable. I want some avocado on my my burger, or some onion rings, some bacon, things of that nature. The fried egg thing, uh, nah, you can not for me. You can throw that shit out the yeah. fucking window. You could put that stuff on a hot dog too, but it's just be much easier to eat too, you know. And plus, you could put chili on a hot dog. You put chili on a in a burger. Oh my god! Isn't like, that a sloppy Joe? Exactly. It's just, that's just it. I don't now like you put Joe's chili on a hot dog. There's the hot. What dog, can't you put on a on a burger that's put on a hot dog? You can put everything on a burger. You could put. Well, the, here's the thing: the burgers you grill it, you flat top it, whatever, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay, and, and that's it. You could just oh, uh, you you could gr- use the ground meat, and you know, all right. But a hot dog, you know. You just by slicing it in the in like little slits along the hot dog, grilling it, it adds extra flavor. There's extra texture to it. You can't do that with a burger. Yeah, come on. You know you can. You okay, can do a little you, something. Because okay, a, a, a burger patty is you just ground meat. You can season a burger how you want to. A hot yeah, dog? Can you really season it? A hot dog is just a sausage, you know. <laughs> so you know, it's like. Yeah, you could season it. You're definitely not. I'm def. You're not getting me on board you with can, this at all. You, okay, you could use a hot dog for any. You could use like for cooking and shit like that. You know, much more, much in my opinion, much more versatile than a. What you mean to adding it to different meals? That's what you're saying. Yeah, you could do that too. Yeah, incorporate it to like yeah. spaghetti. Some people do that or whatever. You know what I mean? Some pasta. Yeah. It's yeah. No, I, it's just a, a burger patty, meat patty. Like, oh, okay. I, I know, Ground beef. I don't okay. know if this is a right comparison because the reason we comparing is because it's like a. Uh, it's like a, a barbecue item, right? Uh, when you mm-hmm. go on grilling and things like that. But I think the argument you can make is a burger's a meal, a hot dog's a snack, right? Is that's that- perfect? You could eat more. You could you could expand your palate more. It's like you eat a burger. Okay, you're done for. You're done. Your meal's done. Like, oh man, what really? Eat a eat a if hot you, dog. If you okay. have one hot dog, you could eat more. Uh, if you're starving, you could eat one thing to fill you up. You're gonna go with the burgers more filling. So come on, don't give me that. You talk about unlimited burgers. I mean, you talk about that. Even though most barbecues is like, all right, we're limited on the burger side. You know, we got more hot dogs. There's usually there's more way more hot dogs left over. 
because people prefer the burger. I'm just saying. I just, I just top tier. I'm going with burger. I like a hot dog. I really enjoy a hot dog. I just had two hot dogs before we started recording. You saw me munch <laughs> them down in like three bites. So you know, I'm not here to argue too much against it. But if you're asking me, Ezra, you want a burger, a hot dog? Mm, give me that burger, that juicy medium burger. Just let everyone Basic. know, I get I get my steak medium rare. It's the only way you could get it. It's the only way. You agree? Mm-hmm. I agree. Medium rare. Over. Remember, I'm relying on your you know, testimony and opinion yeah. here. I'm not going to agree with everything, obviously, because I'm not going with hot dogs. But, you know, you're a chef, you're a professional, and I would, you know, medium rare? Yeah, medium rare or rare for me. Or rare. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's how you got it. I tell people that go, me, um, that go well done. Because I know mm. multiple people in my life. A lot of people like steak well done. I said, you might as well eat my belt. I could just take off my belt. <laughs> you could put some. Yeah. It's I, very, yeah. You know what my follow-up <laughs> question? Every time I, so you eat, uh, well done. Do you, do you put steak sauce or any, you know, anything on it? Yeah. You know why, right? Because you got rid of all the fucking flavor. That's why. That's why you need to add <laughs> all, all that shit. All the juice came out. Yeah. A great steak does not need anything on it. There's yeah. not any steak sauce on it. You feel the mm-hmm. juices and, oh, man, a steak is wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, whenever I, whenever I eat steak, I rarely, rarely use any sauce. It's just a steak as it is. That's what I'm That's talking it. about. Um, and I want to transition that into what do you, what is the best meal you've ever ate? You can best think meal of. I've... Well, I'll let you think about that. I'm going to tell you because we brought up steak. Wait. Okay, wait. Uh, like you mean like a full course meal kind of thing, or just like a dish? Let's go with a dish, a dish. All right, all right. Or, 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 or your favorite. You you can tell me. It's actually different for me for that answer. So, my favorite might be, like I love fried pork chops, chuletas. Mm-hmm. Love, 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 love. I, I'm sucking on the bone. After I finish eating the chuletas, I'm munching them down. My family knows I love. Like that would probably be. The thing I want as my last meal if I'm, you know, on death row or some type of shit like that. Okay. Hopefully I'm not on death row for anything. I let some motherfucker fuck with my family. But anyway, that's not the point here. Um, so I'm on death row. There's going to be some chuletas. But the best meal I've ever had was a Kobe beef steak. And I was fortunate enough to have that in Kobe, Japan. Like, it was, you know how they say... You know, the Kobe beef is like butter, like it's just a slice on it. Yeah. it. It's true. And, you know, usually I guess when you cook steak, it gets smaller in size. I feel like right. it didn't shrink at all when the guy was cooking it. It just, it was really the perfect meal I ever had. And I was eating random stuff with it. Like they had this jello. It looked like jello, but it was, it had chunk of fish inside this jello and also like little fishes, like, 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 uh, sardines or something in there or mm-hmm. anchovies, these little baby. And no one else wanted to eat it. I was so happy with my steak. I said, let me get that jello. And I was munching it down. I love seafood too. And that was delicious mm-hmm. also. I just, I think a Kobe beef steak is the best meal. And I went to an affordable restaurant. It was $150 for this steak. Oh, okay. I got no job right now. I was spent $150 right now. <laughs> $200 on that steak again. Worth every single fucking penny. And anyone that knows me, Knows I'm a frugal, cheap motherfucker when it comes to a lot of things. <laughs> I don't, you know, I'm not out here spending money on, you know, name brand stuff or anything like that. I love that meal. Do you have your then, answer? 
Uh, yeah. Um, actually, well, you know, I live in the I live in the Bay, right? So I get exposed to a lot of different kind of different cuisines out here. Mm-hmm. So it's really really hard. Um, but as of right now, for sure, my favorite is a raw crab. Just raw crab. Raw crab, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, raw you, crab. You and I had cra- it in Thailand. You eating crabs from the ocean, like just you know? Th- yeah, it's that, true. That- they just catch it. They catch it fresh, and they then apparently. Um, so the way they clean it is with soda water, club soda, and Sprite or Seven Up. Okay. So they just like dunk it in there, just rinse it out, let it marinate a bit in there, and that's it. And then use water, clean out the sand. That's it. And then chop it break it in half and if i want it you know if i want to marinate it once they put it in like fish sauce or whatever the seafood sauce so you're eating it like it's like crab legs in a sense you're eating the meat just raw like yeah it's straight up yeah Yeah. you just straight up raw like that yeah oh i've never i love crab legs crab legs are you know and i love sashimi and i love you know if people don't know that's just like the raw fish at Mm -hmm. a sushi place Love sushi, so I, I'm into raw seafood. Mm-hmm. I've never had raw crab, and I think that sounds pretty good because, like I said, I love sashimi and I love seafood. Um, yeah, I, it's it's not just any raw crab; it's like the blue crab, the blue the, crab. Like, kind of like yeah, small blue crabs. Um, and did you have this in Thailand? I had this in Thailand so often because uh, um, because my partner she's into that. Okay. She loves it, so she introduced it, and I had this so many different places. I was like, "Oh my god, this is heaven!" Ever since I came back, I can't find it here. I, I could kind of find it here in San Francisco. There is one, there is one restaurant here, but I don't know. I don't think people order it often enough. Where it's kind of that it's, it'll be fresh, you know? No, I hear what you're saying. Um, wow. Next time I go to, I gotta start saying um. I'm going to remember that. If next time I say, um, you, 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 you virtually kick me or something. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that. The, I like that. the, uh, the filler words, <laughs> the filler words. <laughs> and I've learned that a long time ago. I should stop doing that. I've been doing this way too long to continue to do that. You know, that's my mistakes. But anyway, my point is here. I'm always going to veer off course. That's my, that's, that's me. That's fine. I would love to try that. And I've been to Thailand, obviously, several times. I've never even... I feel like I've never even seen that as an option. Uh, maybe I'm not asking the right questions. I usually would just, you know, go to the fish markets and point at a fish and, like, fry that up and put some Thai basil on it. And I would mm-hmm. deliciously enjoy that. Um, those type of things. But I don't remember seeing crabs and say, hey, I could get this raw and, and fresh. Next time I go out there, that's definitely going to be on yeah. the agenda. It's there is a lot of places that serves it. So every time uh, when you go to Thailand, are you usually on your own kind of thing, or do you have like a Thai native with you? No, I do not have not, a never? Thai native. It's usually us just foreigners, and you know, like I said, I had mm-hmm. to do a lot of the, because I've gone multiple times. I've always gone with new people that have been to Thailand, and I'm mm-hmm. somewhat of quote unquote like a tour guide. But I usually they want to go to the touristy areas or spots, and um, you know, I try to. Find the genuine local, you know, native Thai people would do. But like I said, mm-hmm. the people I'm with, I'm usually doing that kind of thing. So, yeah, I don't have a, a native, you know, guide over there. Or, or I have friends over there, but I haven't been able to hang out with them because of that. 
Well, if we ever have a chance to go together, you know. Well, you, you know, uh, supposedly, you know, you might get married over there. So I have no choice but to yeah. be there. You know, even I already invited myself, so I have to be there. <laughs> you didn't invite yourself if you got in, if, if you're getting an invitation. Well, I didn't get it yet, and I'm already saying I'm going to be there. So I technically have invited myself. So I have oh, I, to, I have to own it. You know what I mean? I have to own it. it okay. So, well, Lizzie, I want to get your input on one little thing because uh, one of the invitations ideas that I want to make is like the for the wedding invitation, a little passport looking invitation. Well, that sounds pretty cool. It sounds like yeah. it sounds like an expensive. See, like I said, I'm frugal, right? It sounds like an yeah. expensive invitation. You could just do a little passport thing called email and <laughs> have that design. <laughs> some people don't well, check know, their freaking email. And some people don't check no, their either. damn mail. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like you got to do half and half. All right, you make a list. Yeah, I'm Who's gonna check the email? Who yeah. checks their email? Who checks their mail? Like for me, no. What if I I'm do get? A, if I do officially get an invitation, not that I need one at this point because um, I reinvited myself. I, <laughs> you can send me email, save a few dollars there. But that sounds pretty cool. It sounds like a, a neat idea. Like you open it up too, and it has the invitation. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's the, that's the invitation, and no, it has like I'm gonna send. Evites too, because that's where all the guests are going to choose their meals. Because oh, we're going to okay. have two courses. You know, we're not going to have a buffet. We just have two courses. Okay. Yes. Boss. You could choose Jin, my partner, her her or meal for, or yeah. my meal. Okay. All right. That kind of thing. Uh, I'll check out you the know. menu. See what the deal is. Yeah. But anyways, anyways, yeah. Okay. Just who's go back. Pe- but uh, who's picking the raw crab though? Huh? If you guys, who's picking the raw crab? You or her? You say it's one of your favorites. It might be one of her favorites. Well, I mean, I don't think I'm going to have raw crab on the menu. All right, so I'll just go somewhere over there and try it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. So that is your current favorite. Did you have another favorite before that? Because I guess that's pretty mm. recent for you. Raw crab. And I'm happy you Bef- told, you gave me something new to try. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, give that shit a try. Um, before... Um, let me think. No, don't remember. Oh, I would, I would, I would uh, go ham on uh, on sashimi, butterfish, butterfish sashimi, butterfish. Yeah. So you like you're staying with the the, the trend here of raw. <laughs> raw. raw, yeah, I love raw. raw. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna lie, I love sashimi and I love seafood. So mm-hmm. that's like top tier for me. That like if I had to make an elite list, like. Mm-hmm. If I couldn't get my chuletas, because, you know, I've just grew up with chuletas, if you gave me yeah. sashimi and some seafood, I'm probably as equal as happy because I love that type of food big time. The only thing I can't do is, like, slimy. I can't do oysters. I cannot do raw oysters. <laughs> that, that slimy okay. feel, I can't do that texture that, that I have to just swallow okay. down or something like that. Okay, the raw crab might be a hard thing because it is a bit slimy on the slimy side. I'll show you a video. I'll show you a video. I'll give you, I'll give you an idea. Okay. Because I've also been watching this, the, uh, these mukbangs, these Korean yeah. mukbangs. And this girl, she was eating like two gigantic plates of it. And I was like, oh my God, I so want to eat that. But yeah, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll shoot you on the video and let you, so you have an idea if that's your thing or not. Okay, cool. All right. And before we get into more food stuff, and it's funny you brought up entertainment. We then get into our segment, Entertainment of the Week. What have you been watching this past week? 
I've been watching, sticking with the Korean theme, I've been watching a, a this Korean drama on Netflix, um, Vincenzo. Vincenzo? Mm-hmm. I, I pronounced that, Vincenzo. What's it, what's it about? So it's basically this, uh, this Korean dude, who he was orphaned, and uh, so he got adopted by these uh, Italian couple. Okay. Um, and then he, as he grew up, he he grew up and then he he became a, like a a mobster, a, a mobster, a lawyer for oh. the mob. Oh, for the mob, lawyer yeah. for the mobster. Okay. Yeah. So he kind of got basically adopted because his foster parents, I guess, passed, died. Mm-hmm. So then the mafia picked him up. Kind of thing. It doesn't. And then he usually aren't like. How can I say, uh, Korean dramas like novellas, Spanish, you know, dramas, mm-hmm. uh, they're exaggerated aren't they like the storylines and what's happening and things like that this doesn't yeah. sound like that so far is it, it doesn't here this is just his backstory backstory but then the actual thing the actual plot of this show is that he something happened um the uh something happened the mafia head the one who adopted him raised him in the mafia um unfortunately passed so he had to go back to korea so he went back to korea with a plan and um, he owns this building, this rundown Korean building is like a bunch of all these shops and stuff like that. And he want that building. He want all the tenants to move out because he's hiding a pile of gold Hi- under under the a building. pile of go- under the building. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. That- so because yeah, and then and then it becomes then that's where the whole Korean aspect thing comes in. The Korean people come, come in, kind of thing, because there's a. Uh, what? Oh, so the Italian thing is more of a backstory. They're not. Yeah. They're not, he's not really immersed in that life during the yeah. show. Yeah. They just it's a backstory. Now he's in Korea, mm-hmm. and that's where everything. Yeah. Goes down. Um, mm-hmm. And then you, yeah. Are you still in the first season? I finished it. Oh, you finished the whole thing. How long is I this? I finished it. It's only twenty. I think like twenty episodes. All right. It's only one season. That's it. And you really like, did, okay? What, what do you? What's the score you'll give this on? A one out of ten, I guess. I give us like a good eight and a half. Eight and a half. So it was really good. Eight and a half. Yeah. Eight and a half to like, yeah, eight and a half because I started hating, annoyed. I started getting annoyed with this one character. And then later on, as I was, as I kept watching, I realized, like, oh, this is why. And he, and the way this actor acted or portrayed this character, it is exactly. Was, yeah. It's, it made me feel how. He meant to make me feel okay. All right, so for not, yeah. So he did what he had to do to make you uh, come up with those emotions and what mm-hmm. he was portrayed during the, I guess, series here mm-hmm. and all that. All right, I did you watch Suicide Squad? I saw Suicide Squad. Um, I watched a bit of it, but I never finished it. So you, I don't know, like I don't know why, like DC, like shows or movies, I can't really finish it. Well, first of all, you mentioned off camera the other day. That you do not like Guardians of the Galaxy, which is one of my favorite Marvel yeah. movies. I and, couldn't finish it. And if well, I don't even want to talk to you about this right now, <laughs> but um, <laughs> the same director that did that did the new Suicide Squad, and I enjoyed it. I won't say mm-hmm. I, you know, it's a something special. Some people really, really do love it, really enjoy it. I would probably give it a seven out of ten. I really enjoyed it. It was much better than the first one. It's ten times better than Birds of Prey. 
Um, and it's probably top of my head, maybe in the upper tier of DC movies in the recent years. I'm not comparing okay. it to Dark Knight series. So, you know, please don't get at me. I'm not saying it's competing with the Dark Knight series. Dark Knight is probably still probably the best Marvel, I mean, best comic book movie ever made still. Probably. Now, I mean, you know, now, is, now this Suicide Squad movie, is this a con- is this like a whole new, like a reset? To yeah, the yeah. Series? It's like a soft okay. reset, soft reboot. They had a lot of the characters from the first movie. Um, spoiler alert here. So if you do not want to hear the spoiler, because I do a lot of it on the show, please skip forward a moment or two. He kills off like half of those characters from the first movie in the first scene of this new one. And he, oh. and he introduces the, you know, the new team and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know, it was, it was, you try to give it that funny vibe to it. There was some funny jokes in there. I thought it could have been a little bit funnier. The action could have been slightly better or more action to it. But I thought mm-hmm. overall it was good. It had a nice flow to it. If this was the first entry, you would be excited about future entries when it comes to Suicide Squad. So, yeah. Okay. I think he hit the mark. I don't think it was something special. I'm not out here like, yo, you got to watch it. I'm just mm-hmm. going to say I enjoyed it. You should watch it if you get, you know, you get some time. Okay. Okay. So, uh, what else did I watch this? I watched a little bit of uh, Cocaine Cowboys. I don't know if you ever heard of that series before. Cocaine Cowboys? Yeah, Cocaine Cowboys. It talks about, like, famous cocaine drug lords and, you know, around America and stuff like that. And it's focusing on these two dudes. The first episode that I watched, two Miami dudes who brought cocaine and made, you know, one of the pioneers... (laughs) It's crazy. I'm calling them a pioneer of the drug <laughs> cocaine game in Miami during the late 70s, early, I mean, early 80s. So, mm-hmm. and they're talking about these two really good friends, you know, and the, how they got caught. Spoiler alert. But maybe, you know, it's not a spoiler. This is in the news for the last 40 years. Um, these guys were, you know, spending their money. Like, they like to compete in speedboat racing. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, they had warrants out for them, and they always have fake IDs, and they got arrested in California, but they used their fake IDs. So they're, using, they're on ESPN on their speedboat competition, and they were the drivers and then their owners, and the California sheriff was like, that's the guy that we arrested not too long ago. So I guess that's going to lead to them being captured in, uh, in the future. If It's just the drug game, especially these drug lords, you know, the big names like the – um, I can't believe I, uh, Narco, uh, Pablo Escobar, you know, mm-hmm. El Chapo and things like that, just to see how they, you know, what they did, a lot of the horrifying stuff. That, I know we glorify it. We do glorify what they've done. They've killed a lot of people. But mm-hmm. to see how they, uh, if you take that violence out of it, because a lot of people do subconsciously, like I said, yeah. we, we normalize what they've done. But in the, Spectrum on just the business side of it, how they turned into a multi-billion dollar enterprise is fascinating. And a lot of ways, you know, I think the government must have been on it in some kind of way. Like, how do you import, export that amount of drugs and not be caught? It's, it's, It's really, really fascinating and crazy to think about. So, you know, I remember, what was it, two years ago, I don't know if it was Morgan, uh, J.P. Morgan Chase, or one of these banks 
one of their um, trailers, their boat trailers, um, or what is it? I don't know what you call it. Containers. You know those containers they put on the, yeah. the shipping? They, they had a yeah. billion dollars worth of cocaine in that. And they were like, oh, I don't know. that That's not us. And obviously they got away scot-free. Like no one, I don't think anybody was penalized in the bank for having a billion dollars worth of coke in there. Money talks. Money their freight money. container. Like, okay, but if I had, you know, something in one of my buckets and it was my property and it could be, you know, 50 bucks of cocaine, I'd probably be arrested for it. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I can't claim, I don't know. Uh, I, I can't claim negligence here. I didn't <laughs> And that's what they did. But anyway, I'm just saying, just, Cocaine Cowboys has been a long series um, talking about, you know, cocaine drug lords. Yeah. I think they've been in the game for, they've been doing producing stuff for, I want to say, better part, more than 10 years. Probably a lot longer than that, I would I would say. Okay. But yeah, so I was watching that, a little bit of that. It's just fascinating. I've, I've seen all the Narcos stuff, um, and mm-hmm. I watch a few documentaries. Pablo Escobar, like, and it's just the mental aspect of these dudes, right? You would think, you know, you made a hundred million dollars. These are immigrants, right? Pablo Escobar, let's use him as an example. He is in Colombia. Most people are poor. This man has made hundreds of millions of dollars. He could have easily at any point said, you know what? Yo, guys, you know what? I'm going to the store. I'll be, I'm going to the store. I never fucking come back. Go to another country, enjoy your money. He could have been, you know, shipped off the business to someone else, he would have been living good somewhere else. But no. It's greed. It's, it's And I think it's more power than greed. It's like, you know what? I'm the fucking boss. And Pablo was the, he was running that country. He won, you know, I think he became like a senator over there. He won some type of uh, election. He was, you know, funding soccer teams, paying money to the community, building up the community, doing all types of things. He felt and he was running the country. And if you watch Narcos and you read up on him, at some point the government was coming out. They agreed with him. Like, we're going to arrest you. You know that, right? Like, all right. Okay, I'll make you a deal. I'll surrender. I'll let you arrest me if you, make, if you let me build my own jail. And he built his own jail. <laughs> uh, when you have that type of power that government says, all right, you build your own jail. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. But even these dudes I in didn't my, know that. And, yeah, and these dudes in Miami, these got one of these dudes was like had a hundred million dollars. This guy has is buying speedboats after speedboat. He could have left Miami, gone somewhere else to gone to another country where it's hundred million. But he's like, no, nah, we're e- we're making easy money here. You feel that power, you feel the greed, like why would I? You know, in the eighties too. Can you imagine worth a Worth billions of dollars oh. or a hundred million dollars in the eighties, you never have to work again. Yep, you never have to do, worry about your family again. But no, it's the greed yep. and the power. I think it's the power more yep. so. They say some at some point, Pablo Escobar. Some people predict that he probably was the world's richest man at one point, but they, they you know couldn't quantify it because he had a lot of his money in cash. And I read somewhere he used to have to buy two thousand rubber bands a day to put all the cash away. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised because uh, drug money is easy money. But I imagine there's drug lords all over the world. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we. The, uh, the pharmaceutical companies here in America is basically it. Of course they are. Of course they are. We already know the fucking healthcare system. How much they charge a fucking ambulance 
cost you a thousand dollar a ride. You know, that's yeah. What kind of fucking bullshit is that? We already know this legalized bullshit. We already listen. We don't need to get into this. It's not that type of podcast, but we already yeah. know what the fucking yeah. bullshit. I'm just talking about this drug lords every part of the world. And I wish mm-hmm. they were, you know, document those a lot bit more like people from Asia or Africa or this and that. I know there was big drug lords each part of some country and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, them. for sure. I think for Donnie sure. Yen actually, I didn't watch the movie. I don't know if it was, I don't think it was called the, the Last Dragon. I don't know what it was. Something Dragon. He played like a drug lord from the 70s from China. And I don't, I forgot the name of that movie. Of course there would be a dragon in the title, huh? <laughs> I think it was something Dragon, of course. Maybe that was his nickname. I'm guessing that would have been the drug lord's nickname or something like that. Because um, I don't think Donnie Yen would be like, yeah, you could call it a dragon something. <laughs> you're chinese so you know so come on come on come on <laughs> don't be like that eileen don't be like that let's go back to food here we'll make it hungry all right. um all right so we already talked about your favorite now let's talk about in your opinion food that's not mainstreamed do you think is underrated people should try or give it a thought do you have any of those to give um. us I have two. You have two. Seaweed okay. salad. I buy seaweed salad, but I don't, I just have the seaweed straight. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I don't really have it too. I just have it straight. Yeah. Seaweed salad. Yeah. It's, you could buy it in stores now. Yeah. But you don't. I get it from H Mart a lot. Oh, Costco. we just have, we just had H Mart here. Costco sold it. I bought a, yeah. like I bought like a container of seaweed salad from Costco, and it's funny. I want to say this right. We didn't pregame. We didn't talk about her answers, and it's funny you said seaweed salad. And I'm the only person in my house. I would buy the seaweed salad and just grab it by the hand and just eat it, just like that. It's healthy for you. It, it it's you know, but um, no, yeah, yeah. You could buy it now in like big containers now. Yeah, like I said, Costco sells it. Uh, um. HMAR sells it. They have like a Korean uh, uh, seaweed salad and Japanese seaweed salad in, mm-hmm. in HMAR. But yeah, uh, I'm kind of, you're right. That food is very underrated. Not, not many people, people that look at it are going to be like, uh, you know how people are. Yeah. Like, I can't yeah. eat that. Like, you didn't even try it and you can't eat that. <laughs> I've actually, we were talking about earlier, I actually put seaweed salad on my burgers a few times. Just saying, whatever. You could probably put it on the hot dog. You could. You could. could. (laughs) But personally, I'm going to say I'm disappointed because I've tried that already. Mm. You're probably buying the wrong hot dog or the wrong seaweed. No, I'm talking about I've tried the seaweed salad. Your answer, even though I love it for other people, I've tried that already and I do enjoy it a lot. So I also recommend that. But I want you to hit me with something that I wouldn't know or I've never tried. But what's your second thing? My other thing was the animal, the innards. The innards? Like the gizzard, yeah, like the, gizzard, the gizzards, the kidney, you know, the um, oh, okay. The intestines. I think those, it sounds intense. I, I totally get it. No, it I, sounds like ew. I like, I like chicken gizzards. I've, I've mm-hmm. enjoyed, I guess, fried chicken gizzards. Um, mm-hmm. I call them the hood ch- uh, Chinese spots here in New York. Like the very, mm-hmm. fa- they're like Chinese fast food, um, mm-hmm. and they're in all as I we we call it the hood. We get they're all in the hood. Any hood is gonna have the Chinese spot, and they have chicken gizzards. And I love ordering chicken gizzards from them. I've had that tons of times. 
But let's say I've had uh, my homegirl Trisha when I was in Florida for three weeks. She made, I think it was, I want to say it was chicken liver. And mm-hmm. I took one bite of it. I could not do the, the liver. Could it's not. very strong. I'll, I've not had it before. And I was like, maybe when I was young, because my palate has changed from, I used to be a very picky eater when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Very picky. People that know me know, I only used to eat like three different things when I was much younger. Now my palate has exploded, have expanded big time. The only thing is I, I don't touch fruit. I really don't like fruit. Um, so fruit I was like, is good for you. Yeah, I know. Of course, it's supposed to be good for you, but <laughs> I don't like sweet stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So she went, I said, um, you're supposed to kick my ass. So she made the chicken liver, had a bite of it. Instantly, I was like, can, nope, nope, cannot eat this. Gave the plate right back. I was like, can't do it. <laughs> cannot do. But I'm trying to think if there's other, other inners that I've tried or consumed. I don't, man. Maybe I have. I can't think of the top of my head. If you can't find it over there, fried pig liver. Or intestines. Sorry, not liver. Intestine. I love pork. I've never had like... I'm getting, this is more mainstream. Mm-hmm. I've never had like pig feet. I've never had pig feet. You should. You should. It's pretty good if you uh, like pickled pig feet. Um, Chinese restaurant, definitely. Or Korean. Korean and they have really... They have... It's good too. They oh, just okay. slice it up. They slice it up. They slice the meat up. Whereas for the Chinese version, they usually pickle it or they use it uh, in soup. I think I went to a Japanese barbecue place. I don't know if it was Chinese or, or Japanese. I don't remember. It was quite some time. It was a buff, uh, buffet style place. They also had, I think, pig. I want to say it was pig brain. It was some animal's brain they had okay. on the menu. Didn't try it, but I know they had it on the menu and things like that. Have you tried pig brain? I have not. I've tried um, cow brain. Cow brain. And yeah. if you on that, eh. it was eh? It's, okay. Because, it, because it was, it, it's offered here in a taco shop. So I saw it on the menu. I was like, ooh, okay, I'm going to try it. There was no seasoning. So I, I, there was like no, t- no taste and it was kind of mushy. So I was going to, my, my next question was going to ask you, like, do you see it on the menu and you order it or did someone say, hey, try this and you try it and then they told you after. But no, you've, you on your own accord have done yeah. that. So yeah. you're very yeah. adventurous when it comes to your palate. I'm guessing a lot of, you know, sh- cooks and chefs are. And this is going to be a side question. In Vietnam, I went to an all darkness uh, dining experience. Would you do that? I'm guessing you would do that, right? I would do that, yeah. And uh, and this as long as nobody uses a knife. <laughs> as long as nobody uses a knife, I guess. Uh, yeah, like a steak knife, you know. I don't. Like, I don't. You think gotta they, cut by it. <laughs> I don't think they give you a knife, but um. Okay. You don't know what you're going to get. You would pick east, west, or south, and they recommend that all of the table pick the same, you know, cuisine type, uh-huh. and then you know you could discuss it at the table what you're eating. And it's nothing crazy. You know, some people, because it's Vietnam, you know, people got in their fucking heads. You're going you're gonna to have snake blood or fucking, you know, scorpions. There's nothing like that. These are like culinary dishes made by chefs. And, you mm-hmm. know, and they, they, they just season it up and use their spices and all that. And you're just trying to talk about what do you think you're eating? Oh, this is like, this tastes like chicken with egg or something among mm-hmm. that nature. And after you're done eating, 
You know, you leave the dark dining room area. I'm talking about this is complete darkness. Your phone is locked away in a locker and everything. You come out, and then they, you know, bring out the menu and show you what you ate during that uh, experience. Mm, and I was okay. one of my, if you ever go to, I think Bangkok does it. I think New York, I'm guessing, you know, San Fran might have a place like that. But I imagine San Fran and New York is going to be mind-blowingly expensive. But over there in, in Bangkok, they have those type of places. Wonderful, mm-hmm. wonderful experience I had over there. You know, because they oh, say... Yeah, I'll be interested to try something like that. Because that was, to eat something blind, it, it, well, it basically enhances your other senses. Yes. And our waiter was blind. And it oh, makes, shit. I, you know, because I... All his staff in the dining in, in the dark dining room were blind, mm-hmm. and only makes sense. And it was I think he was a French dude or a European dude that owned this uh, establishment. So he had two floors, two different restaurants. The first floor was the you know the darkness mm-hmm. uh, dining room. So his staff or his waiting staff was blind. Upstairs, you could only order with sign language, and everybody was deaf upstairs. So he had a oh. cool concept of just, you know, hiring people with disabilities and, you know, giving them jobs. Mm-hmm. And especially in a country like Vietnam, you know, that's that's that was fucking epic and, and yeah. pretty cool and all that. So he needs to open one around here. Yeah. I, but like I said, the, <laughs> I, for three people, I paid. Well, this was like three years ago. I paid. I want to say we got a bottle of wine. Um, We got I got myself. A, uh, a martini I think we all had drinks and a bottle of wine and our three meals I think with tip included I think I paid about 140 which is amazing I'm talking about 140 for the whole table oh shit not for myself over that type of experience over here will cost probably $200 <laughs> per person I don't know <laughs> yeah 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 so you know if I suggest if you go in those, uh, if you go there to Vietnam or Bangkok, try it out mm-hmm. there, and mm-hmm. I guess you'll try some different. You know, you probably you'll get, even though they obviously in America they do some fantastic, you know, culinary experiences, but you know, a lot of times they just not all places are created equal. Let's just say it like that. You know, the spices mm-hmm. won't be there, and things of that nature. So you got those two, the intenses. You, but how do I say it? The Inten- basically the and the innards of the innards, the animal innards, innards. innards. Yeah. yeah, and seaweed yeah. salad. Do I have an? I you know it's funny. I asked you this question. I don't know if I have any underrated um, items to give because I feel like that's not my expertise. What do I tell people? Well, crocodile. I can't say that. I enjoyed crocodile, and that's not readily available. I don't think so. Can you just get crocodile anywhere? About where you where you're from? In California? No, I can't get it. Not that I not that I'm aware of in over here. Yeah, I do have to say though. I know, like, okay, here, I think this is underrated. Salmon. I know. Now here, 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 listen. I was gonna say it's pretty popular. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> it, it, it's popular on the menu. You see it, but it's not as popular as it should be. That's why I say it's underrated. So you love salmon. I love salmon. Yeah, I don't. It's so healthy for you. It's, it's such a good replacement, you know, for other. I don't think all places cook it like, good. That's I think that's the problem. True, salmon. It's and the thing is, people 
you know, they see a little bit pink in the middle. They think it's like, oh shit, it's raw. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, it's okay. Damn, they growl. They go. Rawr, rawr. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what customers was like... you dealing with? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. <laughs> my food is. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you really I'm are feeding some swine. I was like, swine. You feeding fucking savages. You see. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got called back to the kitchen. Right, so I, it's been two weeks. I've been working both weekends. And people have been or like the few people who's ordered salmon, they always bring it back because they say it's too pink. I break it up in the middle. I'm like, yo, this is how it's supposed to be, man. You uncultured swine. <laughs> it's supposed you to be. Like, you know, it's pink, right? It's a fucking pink fish, stupid. <laughs> That's what you feel like yelling from the kitchen. <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> Give him a fucking uh, uh, what is it? A doggy treat? Give him a fucking doggy treat? Yeah, over here growling so, about pink, you know, a pink uh, but, fish. But yeah, no, I I wish like I wish that salmon would be is on par with like chicken at least. With chicken? Oh, that might be rough. You know. Chicken and you know chicken. Mm-hmm. There's not too many things on par with chicken. I don't know, but you you're, you're putting it up there. <laughs> yeah, but it's probably. Yeah. But is it the most popular fish? Possibly. Mm. Is there maybe salmon white, or tuna? May or maybe whiting. Whiting. Oh, oh, tuna. You're right. You're right about tuna. Tuna's probably the most mm-hmm. popular. Salmon or tuna? What about whiting's got to be third then, right? Maybe whiting. A lot of people mm. love whiting. When they say fish yeah. and chips, when fish and chips is with whiting, usually no fish and chips is a uh, halibut. Halibut. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. Okay. Just, just making yeah. sure. All right. Yeah. Cool. Is it halibut or halibut? Oh, or, or t- tilapia. <laughs> tilapia might be pretty popular. Oh, too. tilapia. Yeah. Because tilapia it's cheap. Is because pretty... it's cheap. It, it's very. It's one of the cheapest fish. Yeah. I still like it, tilapia. I do like tilapia. I like whiting. I like flounder. I like it. Like I said, I love seafood. La 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 love. When I was in Thailand, oh, yes. I remember I was walking by the fish. I saw a, a stingray, and I was like, I want that. And he oh, was like, did... Oh yeah, I enjoyed that. I, but he he. But there was, he made him split it, and one side was cooked fried, the other side was cooked steamed. I did not like it steamed. I did enjoy it fried. So, What's the texture like? Is it is the same texture as any other fish kind of I thing? Believe, or is it... I, I would say it is. I think it's okay. the same texture, but I had to try. I was like, stingray? Oh, my God. This is a choice out here? Let me get that. Let me get I did want to try, speaking about snakes' blood before, I did want to try fried snakes somewhere, but I think I couldn't find it anywhere. I know. Oh, I tried that once in China. Fried uh, snake. Yeah. Well, well. Yeah, they fry it, but then it's like sweet and sour. Like they made a sweet and sour snake. I feel like of. it could be real crispy. I feel like if you fry it right, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I, I wasn't a big fan of it. You wasn't a big fan of it. I wasn't a big fan of it. Yeah. I don't know. Again, I think it's a, okay. I, I, I. You might have noticed that I'm kind of big on the whole texture thing. Yeah. You know. So, <laughs> I don't know. I guess the whole snake. Maybe the place I went to didn't really cook it well, or I was just overly, overly full okay. that day. The texture. But when I ate it, yeah, when I ate it, it, when I put it in my mouth, I was like, "Huh." I was like, "It's, it's kind of mushy," and then it it is like you had eel before. Yes, I love eel. I lo- eel sushi is yeah. my favorite. So it's 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 a little bit like that. It's like that kind of mush, but at the same time, it's very tough. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and I just, I, it just confused me, I guess, and the flavor just wasn't there. It just, didn't, it just didn't taste good. So I think it's the place that that made it. 
but I, I still want to. Yeah, you know, okay, but I still want to try it. I got to try some fried snake mm-hmm. at some point. Something I didn't like. This was in Vietnam. Was I, I would they, they did a kebab style was um, ostrich. I had ostrich in Vietnam, and I get you talking about texture. I was more in the how do you say gummy side? You know what I mean? It was more that mm-hmm. that gummy type texture yeah. to it, and I just I couldn't. I won't say it's overly gummy. I'm just saying it had somewhat of that texture, and I couldn't mm-hmm. really enjoy it. As you know, I really didn't enjoy it. I didn't really enjoy ostrich. Like I said, but they did a kebab style. Okay. Maybe if they do it in a different style, it will be much better better for me. But yeah, texture can like some people can't eat like you know calamari because they say it's rubbery or something like that. And yeah, and yeah. I love calamari. So me too. So a lot of for a lot of people, I think texture uh, can either make you or break you when it comes to tasting a a meal and everything. Yeah. When it comes to flavors, like I said, sweeter side, I, I don't usually. I love spicy. Love spicy. Mm-hmm. You know, same. When it comes to the sweeter side, it's just yeah, very few plates that I can enjoy on the sweeter side. That's why. I, in my opinion, I think Vietnamese food overall is kind of on the sweeter side or sa- sweet, savory side, I guess. And it's their I, sauce, I think, right? I, the fish sauce that you use to like I, throw things in. I guess I just, I just don't enjoy Vietnamese food as much as I enjoy like Thai, Japanese, Korean, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I know people absolutely love Vietnamese food. You know, yeah. I know it's big for a lot of people, and yeah, you know, I'm cool with that, but it's not for me. Like. I love ramen. To me, it's team ramen over pho. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm the other way around. Team pho over ramen for me. You said pho or pho? Yeah. Pho. Pho. Okay. I see. I, I, yeah. I was making sure I got it right. Pho. Oh, I don't know if I'm saying it right. I'm, you know, I'm I think it's saying, pho. It's like, uh, I know a lot of people say pho, but I, uh, pho. Yeah. Um, pho. No, team, team ramen by a lot. The only thing is I can't have egg in my ramen. Don't like egg in my ramen. You don't like the way that egg is cooked, or you just don't like egg in general? Uh, I don't overall. I mean, I don't like the way the egg is you cooked. Said, yeah, I don't like. You said fried you don't like fried egg in, in the my burger. burger. Too. Yeah, the only yeah. way I eat egg is like scrambled or omelet, and that's it. Oh, okay. Hard boiled. I could do hard. You know, I used to do hard boiled. Nowadays, I'm like, I, I don't think I care for it. So, mm. omelet and um, scrambled. That's it. That's where it's gonna be at. That's okay. all. Do you? We're going to end this soon. Do you fuck with chain restaurants? Like, do you go like to T... Would you be like, you know what? Let's go to TGI Fridays. Let's go to Olive Garden. Let's go to... If you do or if you don't, do you have a favorite? Don't for it overall. Fuck out of here. Can you think of one? Not really. Um, if those are the only places, things available around me, then yes. Like, when I was, I was in Arizona for a month for work. Mm-hmm. And um, that was all there was was chains. Okay, and yeah, this place is like it that. wasn't. It wasn't great for me, food wise. It's just like I, I don't. I, I don't. You're think, not gonna get. You're not gonna get a culinary no. adventure off of these chain restaurants. I'm just wondering. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. It's just, it, but, the, but the food wasn't that great either. There was yeah. like no seasoning. There was like I thought, like salt and pepper was not. A thing there either when it comes to the exciting um meter for me if you bring mm-hmm. up a chain restaurant i don't think it moves the needle at all i'm like 
it probably goes down. Like, nah, I really don't want to go there. Mm-hmm. Like, I would never, ever, ever. The only reason I went to Olive Garden one time is because someone was having like a a kid's birthday thing there, mm-hmm. and I was and I after I had my experience there, I was like, I would never go back. <laughs> To Olive Garden, unless it's the same situation, I would never go there purposely to order something because I want Italian food. Absolutely yeah. not. Overall, I don't. The only places I really enjoy, I'm guessing this chain is IHOP. And okay. um, you have IHOP out in California, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got high, yeah, IHOP, Denny's, and Cheesecake Factory. Okay, I can fuck with some Cheesecake Factory. One because. Cheesecake is my favorite. Like, I go to Cheesecake Factory to get fucking cheesecake. A lot of people don't do that. Makes no sense to me. Don't go to Cheesecake Factory and don't get cheesecake. Get a fucking cheesecake. Delicious. One of the best cheesecakes, for real. And um, I do enjoy their food. I enjoy their food uh, when it comes from the from the, the hot uh, grill. So, yeah. I've been to Cheesecake Factory maybe two or three times my whole entire life. Um, never went there for cheesecake. Went there for, like, okay. Because I mean? the only cheesecake I know that... I know is around me is in downtown. So what back, you know, high school, whatever, me and my friends would be downtown hanging out. It's like, okay, let's just go to Cheesecake Factory. Went there, you know, just get meals. But yeah, again, I never really had go there for the cheesecake because there are, because I do have a cheesecake spot here. Oh, but okay. fortunately, they it, closed. Oh, so you don't have During any... the pandemic. Oh, I don't have one anymore. I'm, I'm so, I, what I, and I found out through Facebook. Mm-hmm. For the you know those Facebook, groups I feel like you're about the, to cry. Like when I found out through Facebook, I, I was heartbroken. I was like, "No, are you kidding me?" Locked yourself like, in your room for a couple hours. Dude, I was so sad. I was like, "Oh, position I was, and everything." Oh my god! Is I was like, "That's where I go for my cheesecake." I introduced so many people to like to that cheesecake, and they all loved it. I and they always ask me where where to get it, and I'm like, "Cheesecake yeah. and ice cream for me is the top tier desserts." Oh, That's it. Hell yeah! That's it. Ice cream cake. Oh, that's gonna be the wedding cake. It's ice cream cake, by the well, way. Well, that's fine with me. I'm, I'm being there, <laughs> as long as it's not ch- fully chocolate. I don't like chocolate. No, ice cream. no, no. Yeah, we're not a big fan of like full uh, ch- uh, chocolate. So that's one good thing with me and Jin. We have similar tastes. You can't wait to just just crash your 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 wedding. Like you ain't crashing up? nothing. I'm going there like I ain't invited, but I'm having this piece no. of this ice cream cake. But no, yeah. Oh my God, yeah. So, so yeah, the only time that I really actually went to chains was when I was out in Arizona. Okay, cool. Uh-huh. So overall, I'm there with you. I don't overall, like I said, do not fuck with chain restaurants. There's very yeah. few of them that, uh, like I said, it's just IHOP, Cheesecake Factory. That's about it, man. I can't think of something else. Even though I haven't tried them all, and I'm not talking, I'm not incorporating fast food. I'm not talking about the in and outs. You know the the Chick Fil A's of the world out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just talking about restaurant style, like you have to sit down yeah. and eat and, and things of that nature. When it comes to fast food places, I do enjoy. I am not on the hype train of In and Out, but I understand mm-hmm. why In and Out is big. You know, it mm-hmm. took me a, the second time to have it to be like, okay, I understand. This is a cheap burger, and they're really fucking fast, and it's a decent burger for its price point. Its price point and its speed. Is amazing yeah. about In and Out. Now, yeah. if you're talking about being a top tier burger, um, sorry, I don't know about. I, I, I'm not on that yeah. train. Not on that train at I, all. 
I don't go hunting for top tier burgers because you know I'm more of a hot dog person. Uh huh. So <laughs> I don't really have anything to compare. So I don't really have much of an opinion on like what's a good burger. Me uh, myself, I really, I do really enjoy In and Out because, like you said, it's it's cheap. It's, it's cheap. for the price point. I think it's it's perfect. It's fine. I I, I hear. I, I, I like your lettuce. I didn't. Ha- did I? I don't think I had a. A lot of people compare. I mean, like a water burger. I've never had a water burger. Oh, I had it out in, in Arizona for the first time. It's it, that was the best thing I had out there was Whataburger. Whataburger. Okay, so you enjoy the Whataburger yeah. out there. <laughs> All right, so I got to try Whataburger. Um, what I enjoyed in California also when it comes to fast food, Church's Chicken. No, not Church's Chicken. It wasn't Church. Was it? There's another one. What's another uh, chicken place that's um, that's famous in California? Fast food. Famous in California. Yeah, just think of it's, fast food chicken. Like- uh, as of right now, I'm thinking of it's Chick-fil-A. No, okay. Not Chick-fil-A. It's not Church's Chicken. It's something else. Oh, my God. We ordered it every single night. Oh, Lord. In, in SoCal? Yes. Oh, is it... Um, It's not Cane's. Yes, um, it is Cane's. Cane's Chicken. Is it Cane's? Yes, Cane's. Yes. Oh. Yes. I'm not going to okay. lie. I was really enjoying the Cane's, but I, th- I think I got the same meal three nights in a row. But I had but- In-N-Out. We, we, we was just like, you know... I saw you that weekend, so we was just mm-hmm. fast paced going everywhere. It's like, yeah, let's get canes, let's just get canes and stuff like that. Damn, like I had canes. Actually, you know what? Yeah, when I'm here, when I'm back home, I don't really eat fast food. So the only time I have fast food, and the only reason why I know of canes is because I was out in Arizona. Arizona get, <laughs> introduced you to all these fast food places, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so I had it. I had canes, and I'm like, okay, it's not bad. But I feel like the only thing they went on by is their sauce, right? Is that their is that is that what they're all about? Is the sauce? I don't think their so. Their sauce. I don't. I don't think I. Unless we're thinking about two different canes. Maybe I don't know. I don't. Maybe you're talking about different cane. I don't know. I just I, maybe you could be right about the sauce. I didn't have it. Mm-hmm. So I think their colors was white and red, maybe or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Chick fil A. I enjoy Chick fil A. Uh, even though they're on their homophobic, you know, ways stuff <laughs> like that, but I still enjoy their. Uh, their their service they got really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wanted to tell you since we're both from hospitality, you've been to Chick Fil A several times. No, never been to Chick Fil A. I've had Chick Fil A because oh. the closest Chick Fil A to my house is like I don't know, maybe fifty minutes away. Oh, you've never had okay. Yeah, Chick Fil A tries to come into try to open one in San Francisco, but of course, you know, San Francisco's very, you know. Pro LGBTQ. Yeah, and they probably say, "Get the so, fuck out of here." Yeah, yeah. So they could. The only the closest they could get to even us is, I think near San Jose area, maybe. Like I said, they're home homophobic ways. I tell you one thing though, I think you are. If you go to Chick Fil A, you ever go, and have you? I've gone there multiple times. Mm-hmm. They really have wonderful, nice people working there. And I've been to ones in Florida, New York, you know, different places. I uh, I, I think uh, in California also. I don't remember where else, but I've been to different places. They're all nice. They're on the younger side, but these young people are always nice working there. Whatever their training is, they need to you implement it. You know what it is? It. I know what it is. I know what's, this, I know what's the secret. What's their secret? They fucking got Sunday off so they could oh, yeah, party yeah, yeah, and they could go to festivals <laughs> Saturday night yeah, yeah. and don't have to worry about work the next That is day. a good thing too. But I, you know, the reason they do that is because of their religious beliefs. Um, but I wish more companies would do that and everything. 
Don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah, so, you know, I just, I was just like, I was just appreciated on the hospitality side. Like, wow, they're mm-hmm. always fucking nice and everything. I do enjoy, yeah. I do enjoy this spicy, you know. Listen, I'm not going to front here. I think, I may sound like a scumbag. If people listen to my podcast over and over, like, you know, I, I, I still play Activision games. Mm-hmm. I eat at Chick-fil-A. I watch Mel Gibson movies. The only one that I truly probably canceled is probably like, I don't listen to any R. Kelly shit. I don't play his music. <laughs> but if it does come on, I'll probably sing to it. And I don't want to say, I'm not an asshole. That I, I guess in ways I do support these uh, companies and individuals. No, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Now, I feel that how other people are trying to cancel these companies. I'm like... Dude, you're not running the company. It's the owners. That's their own belief. Just like how you feel like you have your own right for your own belief. They also have their own right. Well, I'm, you know not, talking I mean? about, well, I'm not just talking about Chick-fil-A and all that in a sense. I'm talking about mm-hmm. like Activision. It's not about having a belief that you should oh, treat shit. women like, you know. No, okay, Activision. That, no, that's just different. Treat women like, you know, second class citizens. And that's a, that's not only a company. Like I said, it's multiple, that's multiple cultures, companies, you know. Old school belief and, you know, that's deep-seated shit. You know, I I think I read somewhere there's more slavery today. There's more uneducated women that are not allowed to get education in the world today than there ever was you know, at any point in the history of the world. So, you know, there's still a lot that we all need to get together and, and grow and pick up women, you know, uh, younger people to be protected. You know, this just needs to be a lot of mindset and cultural changes that definitely needs to happen and everything. Um, I just want to own that I do still, like I said, I do still play Activision. Do I buy any skins? No, I don't buy anything. I don't, <laughs> I don't buy. Yeah. The last <laughs> you thing keep. I, the la- well, you, you already know this. Said, yeah, yeah. The last time I, Activision actually got money from me is when I bought Overwatch, was it three, four years ago? I've never mm-hmm. bought one fucking loot box, <laughs> and I've never bought a, a battle pass or a skin on Warzone mm-hmm. and things yeah. like that. And I, you know, I watch a Mel Gibson movie if it's on a fucking even the he'll get paid for it. If I'm watching on Amazon or this uh, things of that nature, I just want to own it. I do watch those things like that. It probably is not going to stop me from this and that, but I still won't voice my opinion. Like you need to clean the fuck up, but a, an opinion doesn't really matter unless it hits their pockets in a lot of ways. I've, I've said that plenty of times when it comes to companies, True. individuals. Yeah. People don't care unless, you know, it hits the pockets. And sometimes, yep. you know, when I got to put my foot down, I will put my foot down for these individual or companies. Hey, mm-hmm. you know, you won't get my money. You won't get my support. And some, depending on what it is, a lot of people deserve. And companies deserve a second chance. And hopefully they learn from it and things of that nature. So, yeah, I just wanted to say yeah. that out loud. And I want to thank you for coming by, spending some time with me, Eileen. You're a wonderful co-host. No arguing here, except about your hot dog stuff. You're definitely not hot Marvin. Still, <laughs> yeah, hot dog still trumps hamburger. And I see you're a Warriors fan over here. Look at you. Look at you. Uh, you know, you know. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I'm a Nets fan. That's what I do know. Thank you so much. Hopefully, you'll jump on again to the yes. To the podcast. Thank you for having 
thank you, thank you for having me. You know, and if you're always, if you're a Twitch viewer, follow Eileen at Finishem on Twitch, and you can mm-hmm. follow me on Twitter at Idiot Ezra. And if you want to hit up me on, via email, like you want to send me an invite to your wedding, it's at Idiot Sports Talk. <laughs> At gmail.com because I'm not making a new one for this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even need to say, no, no. He's, so, he's just going to crash a wedding. No worries, guys. <laughs> so, everyone, buenos nachos. Always pull out. What about you, Eileen? You got to sign off? Um, love, peace, and chicken grease. How do you say, um, well, you don't speak. What is your language? and Your dialect. It's not Mandarin. It's, uh, no, it's not many. It's 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 a village uh, called uh, Toisan. Toisan, yeah. Toisan. How do you say buying Toisan? You don't know. So you got to go talk to your parents. <laughs> no, here's the thing. I don't think I don't think uh, people say bye. Really, they just say uh, okay, right. and yeah, they just walk uh, away from each other. Oh, and they just hang up. Oh, well, that's what happens <laughs> in the village. All right. <laughs> yeah. Don't even say yeah, all right. It. Just. That was yeah. a good meal. Click. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Because my mom does that to me all the time. I'm like, yo, there's no buy. And when I when I went back um, uh, to visit my grandma, when I say bye, they don't know what that means. Oh, they don't know what that means. Okay. Yeah. So. Can, can you tell Marvin and Toy Song, uh, go fuck off? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> I don't know how to say it. <laughs> oh, my God. You're the worst, all right? <laughs> You're the worst. You need to go back to the village for a month. I mean, for for the summer. Grandma needs to yeah, teach you some I things. Need, I need to see my grandma, yeah. All right, guys. Buenos nachos. Bye-bye.